all aboard and welcome back to Animation Station. I am Brandon C. McClure. With me today is my good friend, Ben Magnet. Choo-choo! All aboard! Uh, we are here to talk about part two of the Digimon Adventure Tri-Series. If you haven't seen part one yet, please go do it. We're going to be talking about the second part, Digimon Adventure Tri-Determination. Now, this one is directed by Ki mm Kitaro Moto... Mm Mo how's it how's it spelled? Is it spelled K-E-I-T-A? I can't I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting. Uh Kitaro Motonaga, uh written by Yuko. Um now is that a B or an H is the real question. I don't know. I can't see what you wrote. I think it's Kakihara. Okay. Okay, yes. I I'll write more legibly for the next one. I apologize. <laughs> um Right, so this is we're following up from Digimon Adventure Try, uh, which was the first one was Reunion, mm -hmm. and now we're in Determination. So why don't we just get some initial thoughts out of the way, Ben? What did you think about this one? I enjoyed it. This was def. I remember last time when we talked about Digimon Try, it was we were talking about how this is this probably would have been better as like a television series. You can definitely feel like the more television like it was originally written as a series and then it was split into movies at the last second um especially with like the first say 20 minutes of them having shenanigans in the bathhouse but other than that what i do enjoy about these tri movies a lot is that it definitely takes um different members of the digidestined and it and it kind of focuses on them for a little while like right. they have their own problems. They're like, how, I mean, obviously the first one was about Ty and Matt. Like Ty is like, why are we fighting? We're causing so much damage with Mimi and Joe. Like Joe is having a, like his own existential crisis and Mimi is just trying to reach out. So I really enjoy that, how each film kind of focuses on a different kids of the Digidestined. Yeah. While still going with through this overarching plot, still a lot more questions than answers, but I still really enjoyed this movie. So this one is, of the two, my favorite. Um, I really liked this one. I had a really good time. So I'm currently watching, and Ben, you're you're not, you haven't started it yet. I'm assuming, uh, Digimon Adventure 2020. No, I haven't which started is the it yet. the reboot series of what the of the Digimon series we grew up on. Um, dude, it's it's insane. It's an insane show. Like they are insane. <laughs> War Greymon showed up, and he's the size of a skyscraper. I was like, what the f um, yeah, they they. Change the sizes of a lot of Digimon. How big is Metal Greymon then? Well, so it's the idea is that the the is that you grow in size as you digivolve. So it's your your uh, Agumon, the Greymon, then Metal Greymon, then War Greymon. Okay, that makes sense. Because War because Metal Greymon was like super big, and then when he would digivolve into War Greymon, he's tiny. Well, War Greymon's like the size of like maybe like two people. Yeah. Okay, maybe not tiny, but he's like. Can you go from something that's like 20 feet tall to someone that's like 10 feet tall? Yeah. I mean, because like the idea. So and also this new series, this new series introduces um, this idea of um, uh, digi, digi, digivolutions that are environmentally based. Oh. So depending on your environment, you digivolve differently. Ooh. And uh, yeah, War Great Ones are the only mega. Uh, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't say I won't yeah. say what happened, but it was when it happened. I was like, oh, my God, I don't I have no idea what's going on in the show anymore. All right. Um, don't spoil it. 
No, I won't. But so one of the things, the reason why I bring it up is because Digimon Adventure 2020 is a far more straight-faced version of what we grew up with. Digimon, mm-hmm. it's not as wacky. You know, you look right. at the original series, the original series wacky. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's it's weird, it's comedic, it's wacky, and a lot of it does have to do with our dubbing, but there are certain things, like they, they meet crazier Digimon, things like that. What a What I appreciated about this one so much is that it was focused on character first and I didn't feel like this was two episodes of a TV show stitched together. I felt like it was, this is Mimi and Joe's movie. Mm -hmm. This is what, this is the story that they're going to be going through because at the end there's a big battle and not in the middle of it. Right. Um, And I found myself very invested in the story that they were telling. Um, And, and being able to focus more on Mimi and Joe, I think was a lot, was really smart because so often Ty and Matt get more get most of the character development. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate this movie on a really interesting level. Also, I just had a I just had a really good time with this one. I just thought this one was this one. It's a slow. It's a, it's pretty slow, but it's slow in a way that it's it's character based slow. And I never felt bored while watching it myself. I definitely agree on that. I wasn't because there were parts of reunion because i do really like reunion but really my love of reunion just comes from the fact of what digimon we see and we see omnimon mm-hmm. war graymon melgaruamon war graymon being my favorite digimon and with this one graymon crew unite yeah we're graymon crew but i will agree that this is definitely i mean with the the, the bathhouse scene or the sequence aside you can tell this is joe and mimi's film yeah Especially when Mimi is trying to get with, uh, or not get with, but she's trying to crack open um, May Shell, like May May Shell, and she's just like trying to get her to come. It's like, hey, let's go do this. Or and when she finds out that she can actually design clothes really, really well, and mm-hmm. you know, her becoming part of the group. While I mean, the rest of the Digestion, they're still doing their own thing. I was like, hey, we got to figure out what's going on. Um, I love Leomon in this in this movie, buddy, buddy. When do you not? Leo Mon is the know. best. I will admit, though, I forgot that they changed his voice after because I remember from the they once again. Oh, they didn't. That was no, the was same it, voice it from the, the original television. Actor. Yeah. My the, brain it, is thinking of something completely our, different. Daddy. I think now, in fairness, so coming off of Digimon Adventure twenty twenty, Leo Mon isn't it? No big surprise. Um, and his voice isn't the. Well, what we're we gonna do about it? His voice is much worse, but it's, I think it's—I think it's the same voice actor. I think the American voice for Leomon is always the same. Okay, I think it's the same guy in each iteration. I'm not 100 percent sure about this, but I—I I did go back and look it up. It is the same one from Digimon Adventure to Digimon Adventure Try. Nice, uh, because I looked up the scene where he dies as Saber Leomon against Edamon. Oh, yeah, uh, when that. he and when he and Ogremon kind of have this kind of hard to so. Leomon, at first I was like, oh right, of course Leomon's alive. I forgot Leomon died in the original series. Yeah, but he like he dies and comes back because you know Digimon don't really die, they just come back as an egg and a lechmon. And we see in the beginning, we see that that uh that hatchery the uh, mm-hmm. in the the little I forgot the guy's name, but he Digimon's name. Elekmon, thank you. We see yeah, the, both of them. Yeah, the there. Digimon nursery. I really appreciated that beginning because we get to see Ogremon and Leomon, and Leomon is kind of upset that he has to fight ogremon again because they mm-hmm. have a history now um yeah. and you know it kind of goes to the sense of like there is something wrong in the digital world something that's eating away at it um i leomon though i love leomon 
Leomon might legitimately be the best Digimon they ever created. Leomon is cool. I will not lie. And just he had like seeing Leomon like watching over the rest of the Digimon, like he's their caretaker. So and good. and Mikumon is just like, please. And you see like the heart bump out of the chest, like in those old Bugs Bunny cartoons. And yeah. he's like, fine. And he always yells, just yells, fine. <laughs> one of the things can't. one of the things that I really like about this movie is the interactions between the Digimon. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily Digidestin. I think the Digimon are really fun together. When it's just them talking and eating and getting in misadventures, I think they're really fun together. And talking to Leomon, Leomon's just sitting there like, I hate all of you. Uh-huh. Or even then, because I I remember obviously like it's weird because I had this thought when I was watching when I was watching it last night, when especially when all the, the rookie Digimon were just chilling in Izzy's uh, office and they're eating. And I was like, when they're rookies, it's just like they're kids. It's yeah, just 100%. like they're like they're like little the kids. And so when they digivolve, that's when they become more stern adults. And then you get to look at Leomon, who is a champion level Digimon. He's champion, right? Yeah. Fun fact, I didn't know this. Saber Leomon is a mega. I thought he was an ultimate. I thought he was an ultimate too. Yeah, apparently the apparently they say it in in the original series, and I just don't remember. So don't come at me. This is a memory issue. Uh I, I internet. Internet, this is a memory issue, not a not a continuity issue. For me. I mean, I just remember um, getting Saber Leomon as a card in the Digibattle card game back when that was a thing. Yeah, apparently um, the the fight that uh, makes Leomon good again uh, in Digimon Adventure uh, allowed him to warp Digivolve to his Mega, not his Ultimate. I thought that was interesting. I don't even know if he has an Ultimate or what his Ultimate is. Dude, I went through a I went through a Leomon like deep dive and looked oh, really? at all of his digivolutions. They are wild. Um, he's got one that looks like a pirate. It's really cool. What? I'll show. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you if I can find it. I I need to look this up. Uh, but go but going off of Leomon, um, uh, you're absolutely right that the shenanigans that the dig that the Digimon themselves get into is is it's it's they bring more character to the Digimon. Than you would think, because obviously when we're watching these shows when we were kids or even today, you see the Digimon as ex- I don't want to say accessories because they are their own characters, but Gomamon really tugged at my heartstrings, and he is like the one Digimon I never would have thought to have like a really hard emotional scene with Joe or even why he left Joe. Because I yeah, saw- I, I I agree. I I I think Gomamon is the MVP in this episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah, De- or in this or this film. But I would definitely because once again, playing back to nostalgia, we mentioned this in the first time we did uh, when we did reunion. We're gonna be mentioning the original series a lot, so because you know nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Gomamon was always the wise cr- the the wisecracker. He was the smartass. He was the one who was always cracking the bad jokes, and he was just like, oh yeah, I go with the flow. I'm Gomamon. My attack is swimming fishes. And there's just like a bunch of fish just show up out of nowhere. And I just chill with these guys and swim around and have a good time. Until I Digivolve in Yukakumon, then all y'all are wrecked. Okay, I can't find a good... I can't remember the Digimon's name. I'll just show you when we're done recording. There, The Digivolutions are, as I've gone through kind of a history of Digimon post-Frontiers, which again, as we mentioned in, in our first episode, Frontiers was the last one that was easily accessible to us mm-hmm. um to americans and and from then it's very difficult to find the other shows so the other shows are 
um, legally, I should say. Um, the other shows are uh, kind of a mystery, but they did introduce a lot of different Digivolution uh, branches. Uh, Digimon, as we know it, Ben, if I if I'm if I were to tell you that uh, Agumon Digivolves to Greymon to Metal Greymon to War Greymon, that's it, right? I would tell, yeah. and you would be like, yeah, that's not true. And even in Digimon Adventure, if you recall, Agum, uh, Greymon Digivolved into Skull Greymon. He did. He did. Yeah. So there are different Digivolution paths that you can take, that Digimon can take. I just looked up a thing. I don't know if it's true. I don't think it is, that Leomon can Digivolve into Andromon. I don't think that's true. But it's kind of the thing of like, it's kind of the thing to ex exemplify that Digivolutions didn't as we understand it, it's not a straight path like it is with Pokemon. Right. From to exemplify your or to postulate your theory even more, I remember when I was a kid with my original like Digimon Tamagotchi style thing, mm -hmm. depending on who you picked as your starter Digimon or as you picked as an egg, there was a Digivolution tree, but there were multiple paths. The same could be said with Digimon World. Um, which was a video game for the PS1, which was essentially a full-color version of the Tamagotchi game, but it also had different Digivolution paths. Yeah. And I could tell you for the longest time, every time I got my Agumon, I would raise him, I would train him, I would beef him up to try and Digivolve into Greymon. And when he Digivolved, it was always Tyrannomon. Really? Really. Interesting. Even when I, even when I finally Digivolved Agumon, it, on my little Digivice, on my little uh, Bandai Tamagotchi, he would he did Digivolve into Greymon. He Digivolved into Tyrannomon. And then even then, once you go, because there's like a whole different slew, of, because the strategy guide, which I actually still have, I could probably bust it out next time we talk about Digimon. There's like, an in that strategy guide for the game, there's all these different trees, there's all these different paths, like all these different stat buffs that you can do to try and turn your Digimon into the desired Digimon that you want. Yeah, and it's so like oh, it's like you need to have a certain um, strength of defense to evolve into Greymon. Then, uh, like a little bit under that, then you'll get Tyrannomon. But Tyrannomon can digivolve into um, Skull Greymon or even Metal Greymon. Tyrannomon could digivolve into Metal Greymon. Wow, that's fun. Yeah, there's a, I love there's this. like a bunch of there's like a bunch of like you said there's a bunch of different digivolution trees, and even in the Digibattle card game. You Digimon that you would think is like, oh, you should be able to Digivolve into this. It's not like you said, it's not a set thing like Pokemon. There's branches. It's like, oh, I don't have a certain card in my hand, but I can Digivolve it to this one instead. I'm going to spoil something from Adventure 2020 okay. um, that you will most likely forget by the time you watch it. Um, Patamon is unable to Digivolve into Angemon after the battle with Debamon. Oh. So I was very confused then. When Patamon, when they're doing the Patamon episode, and Patamon's going to digivolve because that's the that's the trajectory of the episode to Pegasusmon, which is his armor digivolution. Yeah, that's interesting. And so he so because there was a different path that Patamon could take to, huh. to become a champion level Digimon again. Yeah, I thought you needed like the Digi Egg to, or the armor Digi Egg to digivolve into Pegasusmon. Apparently, the armor Digi Eggs are only canon to Adventure Two. And are not a factor in Digivolutions going forward. Uh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, anyway, but back to try. Yeah, back to try. So, try. I want to talk a little bit about 
uh, the, we see Ken in this episode, in the very yeah. beginning of the episode, we see Ken and we're like, oh my God, the Digimon Emperor, why is Ken here? And first I'm note, say- I, the first note I have is WTF. What is Ken doing here? Call him, you idiots. So I, so I'm going to skip to the end when Kari and TK go, oh, it's Ken. Why is he here? Guys. The reaction to the fact that your friend has is, is is showing up again as the Digimon Emperor should be bigger. Yeah, why are I, we not? Why are we not doing this? Seriously, call Ken. That's funny. Uh huh. All caps. Um, like, and I get it's at the yeah. end of the movie. It's at the end of the movie, and they're not going to call him. Like, they're not going to call him right away. But the the reaction to it isn't big enough for me to be like, yo. Yo, man, if my friend just showed up as the villain that we that we that we thought he was in the beginning of our our adventure, I'd be pretty upset. But I'm just I, I'm like, oh, hmm, interesting. I wonder why Ken's here. Yeah, even me was like, hey, I think Ken took Mekumon. It's like, call him. And then they kill Imperial Jamon. And I'm yeah. like, I, I legitimately had a thought. I was like, did they just kill Viamon and Wormon? Yeah. And not only that, it's just like, this is this is evil. They even says like, oh, Imperial Jamon is like, what the f is Imperial Jamon doing here? Well, but like, if you need like a mega, the fact Imperial Jamon is very is very intimidating, and whatnot. And it's a really cool scene. But uh, mm-hmm. but like when when they kill Imperial Jamon, I'm just like, yo, hold up. Anyone gonna react to the fact that you just killed Viamon and Wormon, mm-hmm. who are also your friends? Mm-hmm. Or like, you just saw, or you just saw like an evil version of Imperial Jamon just show up out of nowhere. Don't you think you should maybe call Davis and be like, hey, is Vimon okay? If I remember, if I remember the end of the second, the, if I remember the beginning of the third film correctly, and it's been a while since I've seen it, they do open with them going to Ken's apartment to trying to find him. Mm. Um, I, so I'm curious. So I'm not going to harp on it too much longer. I just think that the reaction to the to the O2 kids was a little lackluster oh, yeah. uh, in these movies. I would but. say that's just like my biggest problem with a try, because I know try is about the original Digidestined, but the fact that they are still very well connected with the O2 kids is like guys. Come and you on. can't even you can't make the excuse that it, that they just don't know where they are because TK and Kari are more connected with the O2 kids than they are with the O1 kids. Yeah, so, they're the bridge, essentially. So, because they're there, you never have a moment. And we talked about this in reunion, and it's, we're going to harp on it forever. But like we talked about in reunion, the fact that like they never say, "Hey, where are they? Where are the other kids? Where are your friends? We have other Digidestin friends that we can call on." But they don't ever have a moment where they wonder, "Gee, Willikers, it's really strange that we haven't seen them." And and that that bugs me. Like if the mystery is if the, one of the mysteries of this franchise of this series of movies was where are the O2 kids, I'd feel more comfortable with them not being in this movie. Right. But it's not. They barely address it at all. Anyway, this movie has my 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 most hated line in the entire tri in the entire tri films. What? Look out. TK's digivolving to Flirtmon. Yeah. <laughs> Kill it with fire. <laughs> Kill it with fire. Yeah, that was a bad line. I actually the, the the note I have was how Mimi is just a gossip queen and how like she's like and how they're trying to over she's like overshare, tell me everything. Ben, Mimi is 
chaos incarnate in this she, movie. Oh yeah. Of course he is. I she, oh I don't like I don't I, I don't like these cool things. I'll volunteer and I'll make her do it with me. Yep, just like, hey, I just transferred back from living in the States for like three years, but uh, I'll do it. That's fine. Yeah, man, I, I she, she Mimi's a lot of fun. This is actually probably the most I've liked Mimi because she's mm-hmm. actually confronted with the fact that she is super narcissistic, mm-hmm. um, but not like people. People are endeared to her for a reason. Her friends like her for a reason. And it's because uh, it's because of her um, her ability to love. Um, she isn't, she does have narcissistic tendencies, but that's misconstrued by a lot of people as being a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas she's just, she is very passionate about her friends and she wants to protect them at all costs, which is what we see when Palmon with personified with Palmon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I really like the conversation between her and Joe when they're looking at the water. Yeah. I mean, I, you were talking about how she is, she loves her friends and that she has the crested sincerity for a reason. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. She does. Cause even she was, she was talking, I absolutely love that scene with her and Joe at the waterfront. Me too. Me too. I think it's a beautiful scene. It's well written. It's well, it's well acted. I, I'm in, I'm so into it. Like both Joe and Mimi. Cause even once again, looking back on the original series, Joe and Mimi, especially in the very beginning of like the devil Mana arc, they were butting heads a lot. They did not like each other. And it wasn't until like later on they were with, with them fighting and growing with each other that they learned to like she has their thing, he has this his thing, and they essentially became like some of like a power couple, excuse the phrase, but they are very they work extremely well together. They're essentially yin and yang, whereas Joe is very introverted and quiet and he's focused on his studies. Mimi's the party girl, she goes out, but Joe is real, is always reliable, and when Mimi tells you something, she's always sincere. Hence, their crests. That's why they have those. Yeah, I really, I really like it, like that scene because one of the things that I think Tri does really well. Honestly, all of the Digimon franchises that center around these hero, these heroes does really well. It is personify their crests in unique and interesting ways. Um, their their crests are important, obviously, to the to the first series but afterwards when they lose the crest they don't really it's not really that important it could be seen as not really that important but just because they lose the crest doesn't mean that's not who they are mm-hmm. um they won those crests because that is who they are and mm-hmm. i really i really think that scene on the waterfront uh, personifies both of their arcs in this movie very well um we've talked a little bit about mimi but let's move on to joe because joe um he's from the outside perspective, being very selfish about having to do these tests. And it's making Gomamon feel really bad. By the way, Joe gave Gomamon a cell phone. That's incredible. That is awesome. It's like, <laughs> it's like here, buddy, here's a phone. It's like, how does he how does Gomamon use it? He doesn't have fingers. Gomamon texts on it too. He, like, I it's can really only, funny. I, I can only imagine Goldman's just using his front two claws, like his index claws, and he's just slowly typing. And this is in 2004. Full QWERTY keyboards weren't a thing yet. So he's yeah. like constantly pushing the nine to get to an S or whatever the Japanese character is. He's constantly going. For all y'all listening, Goldman on the phone is very funny to me. Now, for all y'all kids watching who don't know what a full QWERTY keyboard is, ask your parents what an old cell phone looked like in 2001. It was a time. 
bet you I still have my Crazer. Your what? My Crazer? The bump is a Crazer. You remember Razors? Yeah. The Motorola Razors? It was like the flat phone? Yeah, of course. Everyone wanted one of those. That was like the it phone before iPhone. Razors were like this big. Crazers were this big. Uh, same same concept, just thinner. You mean like the LG Juke? I don't know. You lost me. Oh, no. There was like a phone that kind of that it was like a phone that was like yay tall, this thin, but it flipped like that. And to ex- oh, no, to it, was still a fl- it was still a flip phone. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Uh, please. I only had flip phones. I never bothered with any of that other shit. I like flip phones. I was a Star Trek kid. You think I didn't want a flip phone? No, my first cell phone was... I think I still have my first cell phone, actually. It's just somewhere. But yeah, mine was a flip phone, too, because it was always fun to do, to flip it with one hand. Yeah, man. Flipping is the best part. That's the line from Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Anyway. It was. It was. Sorry. Tangent. Um, But yeah, Joe... I I definitely wrote down a note just like kind of yelling at Joe. It was like, get in the fight! Like, but I understand because he is, although I, even his parents are kind of, I love how his parents, there's like a really short scene with his parents. Like obviously when his mom comes in to give him some food, she's like, and she's just totally chill with Gomamon hanging out there. I just love how every single parent we have Gomamon's seen. making food. No, I love how all, every single parental figure we have seen thus far, which is Ty's mom and Joe's parents and even Izzy's parents, even though we don't see him with Tentomon, they all just are chill with the Digimon there. They're like, go Mamon, please don't bother Joe. Or then like Ty's mom is like, I think Agumon and Gatomon like uh really enjoy my lunch. Or just just totally they're, fine. They're really I do like try for the sense that they're really kind of loose with the idea that people buy that these are kids in costumes mm-hmm. or stuffed animals, and they're just like not monsters running around. Like they take them to the spa and they're just like, Boy, those kids have some weird ass costumes. Who wears a who wears a costume to a spot and then Mikumon wins the one with the to get the free food? Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Mikumon Matt, is very cute." I, I would, yeah, Mikumon is extremely cute, but I will always forever loves Matt's reaction when Mikumon is declared the winner and he yells, "Not Gobblemon!" Yes, it's like that's really. Very that's good. what it's like, Matt. That's what you're upset about. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm talking about. This movie is funny. This movie is is, is really. I really. I really like this one. Anyway, but yeah. So so Joe um has this problem where he is feeling burnt out. Right. What what Joe is kind of feeling is burnout. He mm-hmm. he's just kind of like, why does it have to be us? Why can't we have our own lives? I don't want to put my life in danger. I don't want to put Gomamon's life in danger. And Gomamon's taking that personally because he's like, it, it's our destiny to do this. And and if you don't want to be my partner, then that's that's fine. That but I'm not going to stop fighting. Mm-hmm. And and we see that when Gomamon goes after Mikumon. I mean, Gomamon's a trooper. Like this dude, he goes after Mikumon without his partner. He can't digivolve. He's go- Gomamon as a rookie lands a couple of hits on an Imperial Jamon who is a mega. Yeah, and and he tanks some hits from Pure Jamon, and the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, did he just seriously tank a mega attack as a rookie? That dude should have been wiped from existence. Gomamon's MVP, like that dude, like that dude is is killing it. He's just like, I don't care. Mekumon's in trouble. I'm. This is my this is my job. I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. Imperial Jamon, I don't care how big you are. Smack. Uh, like Togemon is also trying is like playing some good punches against Imperial Dramon. Well, uh, so let's talk actually let's remind a bit of talk about Togemon's fight with Ogremon. 
Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Mimi, because Mimi has a moment where, where she's like, we're going to show that old, that because she's been, she's really hung up on the fact that, that people are seeing Digimon as bad people, as bad mm -hmm. things. Like all Digimon are bad. Right. And she's like, no, not all Digimon are bad. And, and I want to show that by, by fighting this bad Digimon with Togemon. And it goes wrong. Uh, and she she takes that very hard, and oh, of course. Th that mixed with the narcissist moment where she where her classmates are like, we're not going to wear these dresses. I mean, fair they're they're high school kids. Um, yeah, and um, they have the and and I really I really like that kind of moment that signifies what she is dealing with uh, in this movie with the fact that like. She knows that there are good Digimon. She's always known that there are good Digimon. You know, you remember in the show, she made friends with Digimon left, left and right. She was the sweetest when it came if, to Digimon. If I remember correctly, she was the one who essentially helped Ogremon turn a new leaf. Yeah, she was. She was that's why. She, that's why this Ogremon thing is so personal for her. Mm -hmm. Because, because to her, Ogremon is a friend. Even though, because even in the show, is like I'm Ogremon's like I'm a virus Digimon. I should not be hanging out with a vaccine Digimon like Leomon. We're mortal enemies. And she's like, why? Right. Why? Yeah. I, so I do kind of wish there was more on that one because I think Ogremon kind of disappears halfway through yeah, the movie. He, he just bounces out and he's like, peace out, bye. It's entirely possible that Leomon killed him. Um, True. So, so Leomon, so Ogre, so, and it would make sense that Ogre, that Leomon would try to kill Ogremon in the digital world because he could be reborn. Because mm -hmm. uh, if you die, if a Digimon dies in the real world, they can't be reborn. No. Which is why the Leomon moment sucks so badly. Um, yeah. By the way, another reaction that wasn't big enough. I really appreciate that they were like, hey, Leomon, come join us at this hangout and, be, and blah, blah, blah. But when he dies and they're all just kind of shocked, I get the shock, but like Ty should be seeing red. Like with his, with Ty's arc and this whole thing of like how, how it, you know, all these Digimon are, all these people are dying and blah, blah, blah. When, when, when Leomon dies from Mekumon, I'm shocked that Ty isn't just like ready to kill Mekumon. I'm shocked that Akamon didn't warp Digivolve to War Greymon and just smack the crap out of Mekumon for that. Yeah, Mekumon also we learn in this movie is also a champion like Gatomon. Yeah, which I I, I like that. I I like seeing. Oh, I, I took a picture of it. I took a picture of a crazy oh. scene. So I want to show you a, a fun little image I took at the at the spa sequence, which is let me see if I can. There, it, it's coming into focus. Can you see it? Uh, I see Ty. Damn it. Come on. Come into focus, damn it. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Akumon. <laughs> His derpy I, face. I really like the I really like the animation of the first film. I think the animation of this film is a little weird. It's, I don't the whoever animated this this movie cannot animate Agumon very well. There were times that there were some weird edits in this movie. Yeah. And there was some like weird flashing scenes like that just flash for a hot second, then cut to a different one. Like I could like I could have swore that the kids running up to the up to May in the schoolyard, like they'd use the same clip twice. I will I say that there's 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 some odd edits, but I just kind of chalked it up to just Digimon being Digimon. Because even I mean, obviously in the in the original show when it was airing it, the dub was heavily censored for kids here in America. Like, I don't know why I just remember the scene of Palmon just trying to get 
suck up some nutrients in soil, but it just like it was like a shot of the city, and you just hear the voices of Mimi and Palmon, and and you can see her just going, eh, but it's like she's a plant. Just how come I can't see her fingers go into the dirt? It's a she's a plant. That's what plants do, right? So. Speaking of weird animation moments, one thing that I thought was strange, we see Gabumon take off his fur. Oh yeah. He does he does that. He does do that. That was That's, really weird. I remember I once again back in the old show, I remember the one time he took us for off to keep Matt warm and he was just like he goes, he I'm naked. I just it's always weird. I just it I never expect it, and it's always weird. Yeah. But we don't see him without ah, we, we do. Just see, we, we, do. we do in the bath. We see his. We see him come up, and he's just pure yellow or whatever. Oh, that's so weird. It's always weird. Um, I like. I like. I really like Joe and Gomamon's relationship. I think I've already mentioned that before. Um, but I want to move into the resolution of Joe and Gomamon's relationship because when Kari goes up to Joe and says, "Gomamon's gonna die." Mm-hmm. Like if you don't get there, like you're gonna lose Gomamon forever. Yeah. And and he and go and Joe has a kind of come to Jesus moment where he's like, I'm I'm okay, fine. I'm here. I'm gonna do this. And Gomamon, and I gotta tell you, seeing both Palmon and Gomamon reach their mega forms, be and have that be the culmination of both Mimi and Joe's arc in this movie really worked for me. And oh, it's yeah. an incredible moment. It's really funny to see how it's Joe and Mimi, their Digimon being the first outside of Ty and Matt to see their po- their Pokemon, to see their Digimon reach Mega. Cause yeah, and I, both their Megas look awesome. I oh, love they, I love uh, Gomamon's Mega form. Oh, Rosemont's hot. <laughs> of course. Of course. I always like Lilymon. It's, it's okay. No, no, no. Lilymon is adorable. She's cute, but... Uh, Rosebud. Yeah. All right. All right. Just wait till Angel Wilmon comes up. We'll talk then. Hey, I am not ashamed to admit that when I was a kid, I had the biggest crush on Angel Wilmon, but I'm pretty sure everyone did. Look, when you're kids, you can't separate the difference between animation and live action. It makes perfect sense. There is no shaming on this show. No. Uh, but yeah. But what I want also wanted to, to spotlight is it remember last time we were talking about how the, it's the Digivolution scenes were growing on me. I love how when they go from champion to mega, and I kind of miss this with, with reunion. Um, I love how one of my favorite things about in the original show is when they would digivolve from champion to ultimate, their digivices would change color and yeah. they would do like the whole sequence. And they're in this one, their digivices still change color. You see the crest in their digivolution form and it like envelops over them when they go from champion to ultimate. I think that's really cool. I actually really dig that because we know that they don't have their crests anymore, but just because they don't have their crests doesn't mean they can't digivolve anymore. Well, there was a while where they couldn't digivolve to ultimates because they didn't have their crest. There was something, and I don't, it's been so long since I've seen Adventure 2. There's something in Adventure 2 that made it possible for them to reach their ultimate forms again. Oh yeah, there probably, there was. I I just can't remember. I, again, this is half remembrance of a show yeah. I watched in the 90s. Yeah, I just like because I remember. Um, I want to say it was Apocalymon who destroyed the kids' crests, and then they just had no like, the crest. No, the crest. They 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 use the crest to uh, rebirth the digital world. Right, they did at they the did. end. Of, and we we don't learn that until Adventure Two. 
Uh, when the Venture Two starts, and they're like, "Remember, here, here's what happened. Here's why they don't have the crest." And it's because they they gave up their crest to rebirth the digital world. Well, shit. Should we watch the Adventure One and Two before three and try? It's fifty four episodes. If you want to give it a go, go for it. Eh, maybe some other time. But yeah, going <laughs> up. But anyways, going back to the digi- to the digivolution scene where you see like Joe's digivice turn black and you see Mimi's turn green. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Me too. I, I I always I always appreciated that. I think the digivolution sequences look really cool. Mm-hmm. As um, Zudomon is his ultimate form. What is his mega form's name? Vikamon. Vikamon. Yes. Um. It was really cool because like doesn't it come down from Zudomon and and Vikamon's silhouette is there mm-hmm. and then so good. Same with um, the Liliamon and the Rosemon. Yeah, I really like their mega forms. I really like their their digivolutions in in this series um the they're they're seeing that seeing them reach mega is very emotional and it's a it's a it's a solid emotional beat that really like if you're a fan of digimon adventure if you grew up watching them it it, i i fail to see a a time where it won't hit for you on an emotional level i will never forget when watching the digivolution scenes in the show when there's like the third act of the show of the episode and the, the big showdown is about to go down and because i because there were times where i'm watching the show i'm like okay um togemon is gonna digivolve but then it's like it pulls a switcheroo on you and it's like no it's graymon graymon's gonna digivolve yeah and, and i mean because you know metal graymon's freaking awesome i freak out i'm like yeah metal graymon but then when we finally see Liliamon for the first time i'm like whoa that's cool yeah, I I really, I yeah. No, I don't know if I have much more to add about that one. But like, I, yeah, I was I just thinking about Vikamon. Man, Vikamon's no, so cool. Vikamon's rad. But also, like, what I was trying to uh, a point I was going to get at is that with the original show, there was an order to things. Like the episodes, hmm. um, it's like Ty first, then Matt, then Sora, then Izzy, then Mimi, then Joe, then TK. It, there's like an order to this. That's like these almost the exact same order as when they got their crests, sure. and when they would dig, and when their um, champions would digivolve into their ultimates. So with these movies to kind of shift the formula is like obviously we know about Ty and Matt. They can, we know about War Grimon, Mel Guruamon since you know forever, and having instead of it being Sora and Izzy, it's Joe and Mimi getting their Omegas first. So it's a nice because yeah. they're like more on the back end of the spectrum. And but then to have like their to have their emotional moment because I even wrote down a, a note about their uh, I want to say what did I write down uh, Joe and Mimi having some hardcore feelings time on the waterfront yeah, and just that's one of the things to... that are sorry real quickly uh, just to kind of accentuate your point because I agree one hundred percent I think the thing that's really good about this movie that that I really like about this movie anyway the reason why I like it so much is because. Joe and Mimi are probably the least defined of the original Digidestin, if I had to say. I would not say that. that they're not good characters. Then they they are. They've got good character moments, um, and they they are good characters in their own right. But I really liked focusing on them in a way that gave them a, a fun arc. And it's an arc that I really liked. And it's not. I think Ty and Matt have an arc in the first movie, but I think Mimi and Joe's arc is more resonant. Mm-hmm. Um, to who those characters are, I think Ty and Matt, Ty and Matt are kind of going through the same character arc they they've been going through the entire time. Yeah, but but now they're but so see Joe and Mimi get this spotlight of a full on 
character arc, they are the main characters of this movie. And they're and that's not something you would have seen in the show. Yeah. And also and it, I really like that. And to be honest, it kind of answers the question of we saved the world. Now what? Yeah. And both of the and both Joe and Mimi are going at this through different lenses because they thought the fight was over. They thought that the 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 battle has been won. They don't have to worry about it anymore. But then here comes uh May with Mekum uh Mako with uh Mekuman and this whole, and of course all this uh, Digimon incursions. Mimi is like, cool, let's jump back into the fight. Whereas Joe is like, I need to grow up. I can't be doing this anymore. Yeah, like and why both, us? Yeah, and then both of them come to the realization of we have to do this. Even though Mimi just she jumps into the fight, but she jumps in, she left before she looked. And while Joe is wrestling with his own feelings of why does it have to be us? I don't want to be digitestinant. Or essentially he I feel like he doesn't want to be digitestinant anymore, but he comes to the terms that I am the only one. I am one of very few people who can do this. So he it, accepts it that to, he has to. He comes to the same realization that Matt is trying to get Ty to realize. If not us, then who? Right. You know, Joe doesn't want to be a Digidestin anymore. He he loves Gomamon and he loves his friends, but he doesn't want to do this anymore. He's getting older. Mm-hmm. He's it, he wants to move on with his life. Why does he have to put his life in danger all the time? And Mimi is ready to go head first back into the danger. She loves it. Um, mm-hmm. But Joe has the realization of like. You know what? If I don't do this, then who will? Right. If I don't do this, Gomamon will do it without me, and I don't want him to die. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it with him. It's going, and he has, and I really, love, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that for Joe. And let's not sugarcoat it. Palmon goes mega purely out of spite that Gomamon did it first. <laughs> like oh, yeah. there is a because because everyone's like, oh my god, I've never seen Gomamon reach this level before, and. Mimi literally gets up and goes, Palmon, you do it too. <laughs> like, that's really, she's, it's all that happens. She's like, Lilybon, go. And Lilybon's like, she's like, oh, what? And then she digivolves into Rosemont. I think that's really funny. And that's not to, that's not to, um, um, that's not to, to, to speak badly about her arc because I do think Mimi's arc works in this movie. But it, I found it very funny that, like, Vikemon is very clearly the the end of Joe's arc in this film, and Mimi was just like, "Hang on, I can do that too," and I just thought it was funny. But it's not, a, but it's not done in a spiteful way. It's not in done in a oh well, screw you. If you, it's like it's not like anything you do, I could do better. It's a oh, if he can do it, I can do it. It's like yeah. a, they're building each other up, and I love it. I wonder if that Imperial Jumon is a fake. I'm 99% sure because his color scheme is different. I have a feeling that's just an evil version of Imperial, like a fake evil Imperial Dramon that they're just like, who do we know who's strong that can take them, these kids out? Imperial Dramon, yeah. shove them out there. Because Ken being there with Imperial Dramon does connect the dots of like, okay, well, this is Ken because Wormon is one half of Imperial Dramon. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, this is going to be the problem here because uh, this makes sense because Ken has Imperial Jamon. I would believe the fact because, again, there's no way you killed Vimon and Wormon. Oh, um, hell no. I, I would be, I would be pretty, pretty sure of the fact that this is a fake Imperial Jamon, especially because Vikemon and Rosemon killing Imperial Jamon is quite a feat. Imperial Jamon is. is a very strong mega. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's almost. I think he's about as strong or close to as strong as Omnimon. I mean, he um, is a DNA Digivolve, so 
he's a very I, strong mega. And so like I and I, power scaling in anime is like whatever. I don't want to get into oh, yeah. the whole Well, even power scaling. scaling a Digimon is absolutely nuts too. Sure. But like I would I would buy that because I do know who this can is. I don't know if you remember. Um I don't. So I won't spoil it. We'll we'll get there. I I do remember who this Ken is is actually is actually. Um, I do wonder if to create that illusion, they also created a fake Imperial Jamon. Probably. Um, it was very cool when he turned into his night mode, though. It was it was red. I will not lie. Uh, let's see. Another note I have is who's the cloaked Digimon? You know, the one that we see running around all over yeah. the place. I have. A, I mean, I know that ans- that question is going to be answered eventually. So I'm like, I'll just let that go for now. But I'm just like something in the back of um it's like something to be like hey remember me this this guy we gotta watch out for yeah. this guy uh, another um, just just a fun oh sorry go for it. Don't go no for it. i i was gonna say just another fun note i have is uh himikawa is a damn good wing woman for sending izzy that picture of mimi and izzy just instantly <laughs> <laughs> oh izzy you thirsty bitch oh my god tentamon is so funny in this movie did you hear back from that nigerian prince oh mama <laughs> <laughs> i think i know what sweating is now uh, <laughs> I really liked Adoman in this movie. Uh, yeah. um, He's like, I don't know sweat or this or that, but I do know this. Uh, Himikawa, we get more of her in this movie. Uh, and I think she she's pretty good. She's really interesting to watch until the end where she sees Mekumon get infected and she smiles about it. Yeah, I actually wrote down that my last note was evil Mekumon and Himikawa smiling at Leoman's deletion. Oh, she's up to something. Yeah, she's clearly fake. She's clearly in this for for something. I I like that there's an organization that knows about Digimon. I think that's mm-hmm. interesting because they they even fight Ogremon without the Digidestin for a while. Yeah, they have these um, new uh, guns that uh, hurt Digimon. It's like, haha, we found a way. It's like, oh no, our way doesn't work all the best. Yeah, yeah, Digimon's really funny in this movie. I Tent- the Digimon Tent- the Digimon just in general, I think, are really fun in this movie. I'm glad they gave I, them more personality. I 100 agree. I would definitely say I enjoy I for character development I enjoy this movie a whole lot more than I did the first yeah. one. I mean the first one was once again it's a hidden it's kind of like this is probably a very bad analogy so please don't come at me with this. Watching Reunion is kind of like watching episode 7 of Star Wars for the first time. It's like it's familiar and you see some of the characters again you get did that you nostalgia. You just compared hit. determination to the last Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. I love that. Um, no, and determination you're, you're, <laughs> is where you get the character stuff that you need, <laughs> i.e. the last Jedi. I love that. I love that. Don't add us. Um, so <laughs> I want to say, I do want to say that I think that what's interesting about Reunion, Reunion is, I think Reunion kind of suffers a little bit in its editing. Um, I don't actually think there's anything necessarily wrong with the reunion. I think it does focus mostly on nostalgia because we are dealing with more with Ty and Matt. There's mm-hmm. a lot of kind of been there, done that um, when we're dealing with the with their specific arc, arc here. But, and this one feels refreshing to me because it's dealing with Mimi and Joe, which are characters that historically just didn't get a lot to do in the original mm-hmm. series. So I, I really appreciate the series. I also think it's better edited. I also think it's just better paced. Um, it doesn't, this episode, this movie, sorry, this movie didn't feel like two episodes stitched together like the first one did. Right. Uh, and that's kind of where I, I firmly kind of fall under the, this is, I think a better showing for this, for this series of movies than, than reunion is. Also side MVP award too, I think goes to Kari. Cause she is just fed up with everyone's bullshit. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love She's it. She's like, I am. I mean, I'll forgive the flirt mon line just for a I little won't. bit. I won't. I'll never forgive flirt mon. But at the same time, Kari's like, yo, Joe, get on your shit. I do. I do appreciate that um, when Izzy goes to the goes to the the classroom to to see Mimi and her, in and her outfit, and he's dressed in a bow tie. But I really love that TK and Kari walk in and like totally like crash his vibe. Um, oh, of course, <laughs> it's really funny. And TK is only there to to flirt with Mako. Um, you mean Mimi? And, oh no! Oh, that right, Mako. Right, right, right. Yeah, TK's there from for Mako, and uh, I I just think it's it's really funny. Um, yeah, I like this movie, man. This one's a good one. What would you do? You want to rate it? I would give this. Let's see. I said seven point five for um, for reunion, right? I think so. Yeah, I think we both. I, I would definitely give this one an eight. This is a, a solid eight. There were still some. I mean, the editing is better, but there were some edit, edits that I'm just like, eh. But once again, I could just chalk that up to Digimon being Digimon. But the character development with between Joe and Mimi is hundred percent spot on. We do get little bits and pieces of Joe and Matt, of Joe of Matt and Ty still kind of like you know they're beefing the you know being the angry the old married couple who is constantly in an argument. Um, but the fact that we see more of Joe and Mimi's personalities and them having this whole thing and them come to realize that they need to take better care of themselves and they and they they are doing this for a good reason, I think is spot on. And you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. This does give them more agency in the here than they never had in the original shows. Yeah, I really like this movie. I'm going to give it an eight. Also, um, I thought this one was re- I thought this one was really fun. Uh, it, it when we were watching Reunion, I was like, oh man, maybe I don't want to go through all of these again. Um, but when I watched this one, I was like, oh yeah, no, I want to go through all these, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Let's go. Let's go. I really, I really enjoyed this one. I really like seeing their new megas. I really like uh, seeing the focus on Mimi and Joe. I think their arcs are great. I think mm-hmm. their scenes together are great. I think. Joe and Gomamon have some standout sequences. And look, you get an extra star because you gave Gomamon a cell phone. Yeah. And I just think that's incredible. I just want to see him like type a text message that would be the funniest thing. <laughs> um, all right. So that'll do it. That'll he do doesn't it. have thumbs. How does he do it? <laughs> he does it like this. We, we know how he does it. Um, that'll do it. That'll do it. All right. So that's determination. What's the third one? Confession? Can you look it up up real quick while I I do our outro? Um, All right, so that's Digimon Adventure Try uh, Part 2 Determination. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on this one. We'll be back for the third film, Digimon Adventure Try Part 3. Maybe Confession. We'll see, though. Ben was going to check it out now. Um, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm just going to look at the wiki. (laughs) Just scroll down the wiki. Yeah, I probably looked this up on Letterboxd. Um, but anyway, that's, uh, yeah, we're going to go through all these. We're still going to go through all of these. We're, um, I hope you guys will join us on this journey. We're going to go all the way through last evolution. Kazuna. Third film was confession. Confession. So you're right. So yeah, we're going to go all the way to last evolution. Kazuna, which is the final adventure one film. Uh, and then when, whenever, uh, adventure two, the beginning drops, we will also review that one. Um, so Ben, once again, thank you for doing this with me. Of course. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Guys, there's plenty of other shows you can check out. Uh currently a lot of our a lot of our uh, shows are uh impacted due to the strike, so please check them out 
please check out what that is on our website, effectnerpodcast.com, as well as links to all of our other shows. You can find um, there are shows that aren't impacted by the strike. If you're a video game guy, you're watching Digimon. Maybe you're a video game guy. There's there's a there's a Venn diagram there. Yeah. Um, can check out our video game show, Basement Arcade, Basement Arcade Pause Menu. And if you're a comic book fan, you're a Digimon guy. There may be a Venn diagram there of comic books and Digimon. Uh, I think there's Digimon manga. I'm pretty sure there might be. Well, they did, well, Dark Horse did release comic books that was essentially the the single issue was the episode of the TV show. I had like the first four issues. I think I still do have them somewhere. There you go. There's a Venn diagram there. Uh, check out our Fickner Book Club series. Uh, those are the major series that are not impacted by the strike. But of course, you can check out our Fickner podcast series, which is going on every every other week right now as the strikes are going on, uh, where we update you on what the strikes are, some comic book news and things like that. That's basically just a new show now uh, where we can just hang out. That's every that's every other Sunday morning. So check us out live on this channel yeah. if you like this video and you subscribe to this channel. Yeah. Only if you do that, though. Make sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel. But this was Animation Station. There's plenty of other Animation Stations. This is primarily our co-host Sparks' show. Uh, we are borrowing for these Digimon episodes, so be sure to check out more of more of these things. Uh, you can also check us out on Patreon and TeePublic if you want to support us financially. Uh, they are all linked below, as well as all the strike links. They're, they're linked below if you support the strike, which I hope you do. Please uh, support and acknowledge yourself. You know, have some fun. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fake Nerd Podcast, Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me writing for CBR.com, AtomicEatham.com, and KaijiRamenMedia.com. Ben? You can find me on the internet at BenMagnet27, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads. And you can also find me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gaming Magazine, GoNintendo.com, and playing Mary Frankenstein in Dean Dark. And as the day of this recording, the newest episode of our midseason finale just dropped, part three of four. So there's time to catch up, because there's still one more episode left until the midseason finale. Thank you for getting me through my miles, by the way. I was listening to Dean Dark while I was working out. You're uh, welcome. I, I did my three miles and I was like, oh, I'm not done with the episode. I'm going to go one more mile. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's it, guys. Um, please check out, by the way, check out Dean Dark. Very good show. Congratulations, Ben. Um, and the whole cast there. So that's it, guys. So until next time you see us, um, we are departing the station. I should have looked up what the ending is. I think it's we're departing the station. I, that, that makes sense.